Hey guys, Raw Motivations here. Wanted to come and talk to you today about supply and the supply I struggle with. So wanted to be at least a little bit vulnerable. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Ben Taylor. So I run Raw Motivations and I'm on this platform to bring awareness about narcissism, to help people get healing, growth, and change in their lives. And I do that by talking with two different types of people. I do that with talking to people who have been in narcissistic abusive relationships and they're either in them, they're either getting out of them or they're dealing with the aftermath after they've gotten out and the addiction and feeling like they want to go back to that person, all types of things like that. And I work with these people one-on-one to get them out of the trauma bond, to work through the addiction section, and to get to a place of establishing clarity and future visions and goals and values so they can grow well beyond what they ever could have grown when they're in that toxic relationship. Oftentimes we're dealing with dealing with the facts and figuring out the story that's underlying the situation that's really pulling them back or pulling them down. I also work with people that are, have narcissistic traits. That's the second type of person. And those people with narcissistic traits, they come to me and a lot of times I'll have one meeting and then I don't hear from them again. They just disappear. They kind of just vanish because they don't want to put in the work. And there's a couple that I work with on a weekly basis that do put in the work and are trying to make an active difference in their lives on a day-to-day basis. But that can be really hard. It's really hard for me. It's really hard for me to be transparent. It's really hard for me to be honest. It's really hard for me to be vulnerable. And being on this platform is part of me being honest and taking that to a whole nother level. Like I'm not just being honest with myself and you know thinking these thoughts inside my head, but then I'm also honest with my wife and with my church and with my family and with my friends, but then I'm also honest on here, on this platform. And part of it was my step and my growth towards becoming who I am now and a journey of who I want to be in the future, of a different person, of a different man, changed, growing and becoming who I was meant to be. Sometimes that road is easy, but most of the time it's hard. Most of the time it sucks. So I wanted to talk to you today about supply. So it's you might know already what supply is. So the idea of a narcissist having someone in their life that is supply. Now supply can be two different types, two main different types. You could have good supply, and then you could have bad supply. Okay, most of us normally think of good supply when we think of it. And I'm not talking about right or wrong. I'm just talking about a definition of it. A good supply idea for a narcissist might be the idea of they're getting praise. They're getting validation. They're getting love. They're getting affection. The idea of like good supply. Okay, then there's the idea of like bad supply or let's say negative supply. And that idea would be they're getting attention, but it's not about anything in a positive way. They're getting called out for something. They're getting yelled at. They're getting screamed at. They're getting abused. That type of thing is also in negative supply. You also have sometimes what people have termed as maybe positive supply or sometimes good supply. That would be someone who's doing something and getting something back, but it's not a manipulative thing. It's not a negative thing. I'm not talking about that right now. I'm just talking about supply, what could be a good supply or a bad supply for the narcissist. So when we normally think of supply, we normally think of that good supply. We normally think of the narcissist trying to get something out of someone. And it's normally they want some type of a positive response. They want you to love them. They want you to interact in a positive way. They want you to make their image look better. That's been me. 
That's been my life of wanting someone in my life that I could get something out of, that I could manipulate or gaslight or control to be able to have them 100% mine, keep them isolated from everyone else, and have them understand that they are mine. It's the idea of getting a supply and holding on to it. That's why a lot of narcissists propose or get married or have a baby because they know, hey, this is something that's going to lock this person in long term for me to keep the supply, for me to keep getting something from this person regardless of how I treat them. So I want to talk to you today about supply, but as far as like in terms of me, I was talking to my therapist the other day about supply and about just being alone. And being without that supply in my life. And she asked me this question. She was like, how long do you remember a time in your life? What's the longest? She was like, what's the longest that you've been without another person in your life? What's the longest you've been without supply? And right now we weren't counting like my wife being in the picture right now. But we were just talking about like that supply, that like addictive nature, that, you know, cheating aspect, those affairs, just being with someone. And she asked me, she was like, can you think of a time? And if you can, how long was it that you were without supply? And I sat there and I thought. And I thought for a couple minutes and I was like, I don't know. I can't think of a time that I didn't have someone. I can't think of a time that I wasn't interested in someone or talking to someone or having a crisscross where the person is fading out of my life and a new person's coming back in and it just would keep going in a cycle like that all the time. But I was thinking about it, I was like, I, I can't think of anything. So the hard part now is she like asked me, she was like, how long has it been since your last supply? And I rattled off a couple hundred days because that's what it had been. And she was like, look at that. She was like, that's more progress than what you've ever seen before. I didn't think of it that way. It wasn't something that I connected with because I was like, this, I just didn't, didn't compute. And then all of a sudden brought that up and I was like, that makes sense. Getting to a place of not going to another person for supply is really scary. Now, I want to kind of illustrate this way, okay? Kind of like tilt this down here. All right, so imagine this. Imagine I've got these three different glasses, okay? And for a narcissist, they normally want to spread themselves out. They don't want to put all their eggs in one basket. They don't want to develop a relationship fully and wholly with one person, so as a result, they kind of like piece themselves out. They give a little bit of themselves, a little bit of themselves, a little bit of themselves, all for the purpose of taking everything that they can. So one of the, one of the hardest things for me, one of the scariest things for me, is not being with multiple supply and not having backups lined up, not having an additional person in the wings ready to come in or ready for me to go and to save or manipulate or whatever. But to get to the place of saying like, hey, like I'm actually going to only have one person in my life and I'm not going to go to having another supply. I'm not going to go towards, you know, my thoughts or desires at times of like, hey, it'd be easy to have someone else to have, you know, emotional connection with this person an affair with this person, like anything like that. 
And what you see is with narcissism and what you see with people in cheating relationships that want supply from different people, they only pour a little bit into each person because they want the backup. They want the additional person. They want the side chick. And for me, probably one of the the hardest things and one of the things that feels very vulnerable, even saying on camera now, is just the idea of saying like, hey, on my journey, I've had to get to a place where I'm committed and I'm saying, hey, I'm no longer going to do this. And one by one, I'm going to start putting all my effort into one. And putting all my effort, not into a bunch of people, not into a bunch of things, but into one. But that's hard, and that's confusing, and that feels so vulnerable to say, hey, I'm taking these options off the table. And they're no longer here anymore. And realizing and understanding that this is who I am. And this is where I'm going. This is the person that I want to be that says, hey, I'm making one person a priority, not multiple. I'm making one goal a priority, not multiple. Are you in a relationship with someone that handles all these other people? lined up that has these other people that they're pouring into and they're investing their time and effort into another person versus you if that's something that's happening you're probably in a relationship with someone who doesn't care maybe doesn't love definitely doesn't respect or value to put you first and to put you number one This is an aspect that's really hard for me. But my goal, as I grow, day by day, is to work through the uncomfortableness, is to work through the aspects of vulnerability that I feel and despise a lot of times, to say, hey, this is who I am, this is what I've done, this is the direction I'm going. I'm going to do that one step at a time, one piece at a time, to become the man that I'm supposed to be. If you're involved in a relationship with someone who's not putting their time and effort into you, but you see them piecing it out to other people, to other women, to other men, whoever it might be, let's just call it what it is and say it's a red flag. Because it doesn't sound like that person is going to be committed or faithful to you. And you deserve someone who respects you. And you deserve someone who loves you. And you deserve someone who makes you and your relationship a priority. If that's you and you want to talk sometime, click on the link down below to be able to schedule a one-on-one. I'd love to be able to talk with you and be able to help you, whether that's in the trauma bond, working your way out of it, or just your future goals and visions. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook to get some nuggets of truth every single day. Listen to me on Apple Podcast or Spotify. would love to have you rate and just share some episodes there to help encourage people, to help them understand what narcissism is, and help promote healing, growth, growth, and change out there. Thank you. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed these episodes. I love interacting with different people. If you're interested, reach out to me sometime through my website, Raw Motivations. Would love to interact with you. Either send us a message there, uh, schedule one-on-one so I can talk to you and try to work with you through whatever whatever you're going through on life. You know, whether that's a relationship, uh, narcissism, uh, whether that's just life trying to get from one step to the other and trying to figure out how do I break out of this mind fog of what's going on. Would love to talk to you more. 
We'd love to see you guys reach out and comment and like on different things. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see interactions there. And as you're listening to this, like, go ahead and rate us. Give us a couple of ratings just to help promote this message to other people so other people can have positivity in their lives as we're trying to grow, change, and help other people find that awareness as well.